Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, guys. It's about learning how to dance in the fucking rain. Welcome to Steel Jack City. Build strength. Get jacked. Begin today, it continues tomorrow, and it never fucking dies. Carve the mindset. The back's against the wall. The only way out is to put the work in. Now here's your host, C-Roy. What's your passion? My passion is fucking passion. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Steel Jack City Podcast. Today, we've got a very important topic to cover. If you're looking at this holistically, this could be the most important topic I have ever covered to date. And that topic is sleep. Yes, today is going to be the sleep episode. I'm going to give you guys my biggest tips for improving your sleep. Sleep is super important. If your sleep is not where it should be, if it's not quality, if you know you're having trouble sleeping, it's going to affect the rest of your life. Everything else, your training, your job, your relationships, everything because if you're not sleeping, you don't got energy, you're not going to be healthy, you're going to be grouchy, you're going to be a dick, you're going to be very irritable, people aren't going to want to be around you. So it's very, very important. Um, and I'm also recording this on Valentine's Day, so I'd also, you know, not that being irritable and grouchy uh, made me think of this, <laughs> but um, it is Thursday, it is Valentine's Day, so I want to say Happy Valentine's Day um, to my wife, Sarah. This is our first Valentine's Day as a married couple. And, um, you know, I can't wait to see you for uh, 20 minutes tonight before we go to bed um, because we both work all day. But um, we celebrated a couple days ago. So we we had some time at home uh, during the snowstorm. So I gave her all of her presents and uh, surprised her. And it was good. So. Get a drink here. Um, also, speaking of my wife, Sarah, um, Sarah Roy Realty. If there's anybody out there that, that's selling a home or wants to buy a home or anything like that, hit her up. She she just she's sold she's getting on the market. She's selling things. You know, she had a condo um, last month and she sold it in like four days. So. She's crushing it. Um, make sure you swoop her up if you're in the market. Um, all right, I think that's all the house cleaning that I have. So now we can dive in to how you guys are going to be sleeping better. So first off, you know I'm no expert in sleep. I've never had I've never had trouble sleeping. But knowing how important it is for health, for performance, um, I have made it a priority in my life and I have studied it quite a bit, ways to optimize sleep, ways to sleep better, um, things you can do, tricks you can do. 
And um, I have improved my own sleep. Even though I wasn't having trouble before, there are things I've done that I have noticed difference with. I have noticed that my sleep has been better. And when your sleep is better, your recovery is better. When your recovery is better, your performance is better. And when your performance is better, the gains are better, man. So sleep is fundamental. It is paramount. You cannot overlook the importance of it. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. Um, if I had to say the number one tip I could give you guys when it comes to sleep is you have to make sleep a habitual process, meaning you have to have some sort of routine when it comes to sleep. Um, you have to let your body know that it's time to wind down and time to sleep, um, So every day, you know, I will get home from work, get home from the gym, you know, and I'll, you know, it's usually around 7.30 to 8.30, depending on the day. And um, I'll get home. I might eat something real quick, depending on, uh, you know, what my meals have looked like that day and my training and everything and what phase of my training I'm in. But generally, I'm getting home. I might eat real quick or or play with Preach and and talk to Sarah briefly. Um, But then I'm I'm going up and I'm showering and um, I'm getting my like PJs on, my comfy clothes and um, take my contacts out and I put blue light blocking glasses, which we'll get to later. That's another tip. Um, But put all that stuff on. It's it's just, it's ritual. It happens every night. Put that stuff on and I go back downstairs me and Sarah will watch, you know, uh, some sort of uh, TV show. You know, that's kind of like what we do together. We don't go out and drink. We don't go out and party. We don't go out to eat. Um, you know, we enjoy our time together on the couch. You know, watching a TV show. And um, so usually we'll watch we'll watch an episode of a show, and then uh, depending, you know, usually around nine forty five ish is when we'll head up to bed and. Um, so we head up to bed, uh, brush my teeth, and um, usually I'll brush my teeth after I get out of the shower or before I get in the shower. So that way I can go straight to bed. Because usually right around, you know, when we're sitting on the couch and stuff, after a long day, I'm starting to get tired. And the last thing I want to do is then, oh, shit, I still have to go. I have to go upstairs and I have to brush my teeth and I have to sit there and do something that, you know, takes effort and, you know, it's going to wake me up. Um, so usually I brush my teeth before. So usually TV shows over. It's around 9.45. We'll head up to bed. Um, and I will grab a book. I usually have a book by my bed. And I'll read for 15 to 20 minutes before it's lights out. Um, and that reading, I do not read like story books. I don't want to read anything that gets me excited, so I don't read anything about training either because when I read a book about training, I start to think about training and I start to think about the things that I'm learning from the book and how I can implement them and then my brain starts to just turn and, and all the gears start turning and then next thing I know, I'm sitting there for 45 minutes and I haven't fallen asleep yet. So I don't read that. So usually I use this for you know, mindset 
reading, you know, uh, self-help, self-help books, you know, things like motivation or leadership or, you know, things of that nature, stuff that's not going to get me overstimulated. Um, and I usually read for about 15, 20 minutes. And then, you know, I can feel myself when, when my eyes are starting to, you know, I'm fighting to try and keep them open to keep reading or, you know, I'm reading the same thing over and over again because I'm not retaining anything because I'm, because I'm pretty much tapped out. And that's when it's lights out. Um, and it's usually, you know, 15 to 20 minutes after we head up there. So it's usually right around 10 o'clock. And every single day I wake up at 6 a.m. Um, doesn't matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, or Sunday. It's, it's 6 o'clock. Um, doesn't matter if, you know, we went out for a Christmas party or birthday party on Saturday night and we didn't get to bed until midnight, 1 o'clock. I still wake up at 6 o'clock. It has to be a habitual process as much as you can. You know, even though staying up late isn't habitual, even though it's outside my routine, I still wake up at 6. You know, a lot of people, they, they have to wake up at five thirty, six o'clock during the week, and then they sleep in during the weekend. You know, they go to the bed at the same time, but then they'll sleep in until 8.30 on Saturday and Sunday or 9. And it's, it's, gonna, it's messing up that process, and it's going to make it a lot harder to wake up during the week. You have to keep it consistent. When you can wake up fresh, when you can wake up easy, it makes the rest of your day easier. And it makes actually going to bed at night easier as well. Your body starts to get into a schedule. So that's the number one tip I can give you is making it a habitual process. Trying to get to bed, in bed at the same time every night and waking up at the same time every day. And then have some sort of activity or something that you do every night that kind of, you know, flips that switch in your mind to let your body know it's time to start winding down. You know, like I got the TV show and usually the TV show is, you know, the one we watch before bed is <clears throat> usually pretty, you know, it's just kind of like a mind numbing comedy, you know, nothing that's, you know, that's overstimulate nothing that's going to get my heart rate up or anything like that you know we watch usually like a funny comedy or something you know new girls like the best tv show ever made um you know brooklyn 99 is what we're watching right now you know the office you know we just cycle through all these these kind of mindless comedy uh television shows um you know just kind of put you in a nice light mood nice stress-free easy mood right before you go to bed um put you in a good mood makes it easier to fall asleep um, so <clears throat> habitual process, super important. That's probably been the number one thing, um, that I, that has helped me improve my sleep. Excuse me. All right. Tip number two. Um, I'm gonna have to go with blackout curtains. So this wasn't an issue out where I'm from. Uh, you know, I'm from Holly, it's about 45 minutes north of, of the Rochester area where I am now. And um, it's it's nothing but woods up there, really. Um, it's just woods, especially where I lived with my parents. Um, you know, growing up, they lived on 11 acres out in the middle of the woods. You know, there's no street lights. There's no cars. It's just pitch black out there. Um, so, you know, when I moved out towards the city... You know, I didn't really think anything of it, um, but there's a lot more light pollution out here. There's street lights. There's cars driving by. There's, um, you know, people right next door to you that have their porch light on or whatever it may be. And 
this light really can can disrupt your sleep. Um, they they've shown that even a little bit of light the size of a nickel shined on the back of someone's knee while they were sleeping was enough to kind of um, disrupt their sleep and not make it as quality. So when I first found this out, you know, I had been living out in the city now for probably two or three years, and um, this is when I lived in my apartment. And uh, there, what we our apartment, the window in our bedroom faced the pool uh, of the apartment complex, and there was a light out there that was like I could see it laying in bed. I could see the light out there, and it always shined. You know, we had like the the draw blinds, but um, wasn't didn't block it well at all. Um, but then I read about this, and I invested in some blackout curtains, and um, you know I put them up and I went so far as to even tape the edges of the curtains against the wall so it was completely flush and at night it was completely pitch black. Like if I needed to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom which was in inside our bedroom, like I needed to take my phone to shine some light because you could not see anything. Um, we put a piece of electrical tape over the 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 standby light on our television. Um, it was there was nothing, zero point of reference in this bedroom. And holy crap, what, did it make a noticeable difference? It was insane. The sleep that we got was so. And this was Sarah too. Like we noticeably slept so much deeper. And just like a completely new level. Um, and it was noticeable the first night. It was amazing. Um, so that was a huge one too. That's a, a, a another big benefit, especially if you're living out in the city or especially if you're living in um, a place where you have a lot of light coming into your bedroom. You have to cover everything. You shouldn't be able to tell at all where you are. Cover the, the television, cover the, if you, if you have a phone charger that gives off light when you plug it in the wall, you cover that. I have one of those and I put electrical tape over the socket part so I can't see, the, there's no light on that. Um, the condo we used to live in, the Wi-Fi had to be put in our room and all those lights flicker on that thing. I freaking duct taped that thing all up. You could never see if the thing was working or not because it was covered in duct tape, but I wanted to sleep. Um, I got super anal about it and it makes a huge difference. So that is another huge tip, guys. Blackout curtains. Completely blackout your room. Um, another tip. Um, this is a fairly common sense one. Um, a lot of people have heard about this one, um, but this one popped in my head when um, I, I thought where I talked about living at the apartments because I lived in the apartments with my brother. And uh, I always set the thermostat super low. Like sleeping in a cool place is super important, especially for me because I run hot. So I go probably cooler than most people, cooler than usual, probably even cooler than, than what's recommended. Um, but sleeping in a cool Temperatured environment is super important. Uh, if you overheat, I think we've all been there once in our life, at least, probably way more than once. 
in the summertime, if you're staying somewhere that doesn't have air conditioning and it's 90 degrees outside and you try to go to bed and you're just, you, you could take the coldest shower imaginable, immediately get out, dry off, go to bed with a fan on you, sleeping butt naked and you are just hot as hell. Like there's like, and it's so hard to sleep. Um, so being in a cool environment that helps you sleep. That actually your body, your body's temperature drops during the night. So you you actually, it's beneficial to sleep in a cooler environment. Me personally, I mean, I've I've even gone as, so far as to set my thermostat at fifty nine degrees when uh, we go to bed, which is super low. Apparently, most people don't do that. Uh, but I think anywhere from like sixty two to sixty seven is what's recommended, or maybe it's like sixty four to sixty nine, something like that. It's usually like mid sixties um, is usually what they recommend and what they found to be the most beneficial. So, um, that is another easily implemented tip. Um, so make sure that you're doing that. And especially for those of you out there that are married or live with your significant other and you're sharing a bed like I am with a, like a human space heater, um, it's, it's, it's a super important step to make sure you don't skip. Um, I swear to God, Sarah is like radioactive at night. She like pumps heat off like someone opened an oven. Um, it's, it's insane. Um, so that's another huge tip. Um, next, we're going to touch on the one I mentioned earlier, and that's blue light blocking glasses. Like I said, this is a fairly new one I've implemented. The blue light blocking glasses. So it's been shown that the blue light, you know, the, if you look at the spectrum of light, um, in the spectrum of light, there's one that's called blue light. Um, and it's, it's one that's really prevalent during daytime. But it's also one that is very prevalent through our screens, the screens on our phones, the screens on our televisions, the screens on our computers and laptops. Um, but what's significant about that is the blue light is what um, signals your brain to not produce melatonin, which is, you know, uh, it's the hormone that's supposed to start winding you down. Um, like I said, it's very prevalent during daytime. So during the day, you know, the sunlight and everything, that's what wakes you up. That's what, you know, gets you going. And if you're constantly exposed to that stuff, your body, it, it confuses your body. And it, it's, it's going to kind of disrupt your body's internal clock. Um, so I bought some uh, blue light blocking glasses because, like I said, me and Sarah like to watch some TV. Usually watch like an episode of something of TV before we go to bed. Um, so, you know, we're watching that at, you know, nine o'clock at night when your body wants to start winding down. And if you're exposing yourself to all this blue light, then it's going to kind of disrupt that process. Um, so I bought some blue light blocking glasses and I have noticed the difference. Um, I put them on in the middle of the day, the day I got them just for, you know, shits and giggles. And uh, I put them on in the middle of the day and I put them on for 15 minutes and it makes everything yellow. So it kind of looks like you're looking through like night vision goggles, which is, you know, weird. And, you know, if you watch TV, it changes the colors and stuff. But, you know, get over it. But I took them off when I had to get ready to go to work because they, they look a little funky. They're definitely not the most fashionable glasses. But um, I took them off and 
I couldn't believe the difference. Like I didn't really notice when I first put them on, but after having them on for like 15 minutes, like I went to take them off and I almost didn't want to. Um, it almost kind of, it was like a mini version of, you know, if you're in like a really dark room and then you go out into like the light and you know how you kind of squint because your eyes aren't adjusted to the light. It was like a mini version of that. Like when I went to take them off, like I, I could kind of sense that coming on and I was like, oh, I kind of don't want to take these off. So like I closed my eyes and took them off. And then when I opened them, it was like, whoa, it just felt like all this stuff just like rushing into my eyes. And I just couldn't believe that the amount of stress that those glasses took off my eyes, the amount of strain they took off my eyes. Um, and I only had them on for like 10 minutes. It was insane. Um, so those have been, uh, you know, I found those to be very beneficial. Um, I, I'm a, a, a definitely an advocate of those as well. Um, next tip. Um, this one's real simple. Um, stop, and this is something that I learned um, a few years ago, <laughs> but stop drinking things, you know, water, tea, whatever it is. Stop drinking things, you know, two to three hours before bed. You know, I drink a ton of water. I drink, you know, some words, some, some days up, up to like two gallons of day, a day two gallons of water a day. And, you know, I would drink all the way up to bed and I would always have to wake up at one o'clock, two o'clock to use the bathroom, you know, and I'm disrupting my sleep. You know, I'm getting, you know, four hours, five hours here and then I have to go back to bed and then I'm getting another three or four hours and it's just, you know, it breaks it up. And then, you know, when I wake up to use the bathroom and I go back to bed, then I just think of something random. And next thing I know, I'm up for 35 minutes just thinking about the stupidest thing imaginable. Um, you know, something that happened to me like 14 years ago that has absolutely no impact on my life now. But for some reason, the shit just pops into my head at three o'clock in the morning. And then I just go off on a rabbit hunt in my head. Um, so... I stopped. So I started, I drink the same amount, but I just got it in earlier in the day. And, you know, if I'm going to go to bed at 10 o'clock, I stop drinking things around 7, 7.30. I don't, I won't drink anything else. And I'll make myself, I cannot go to sleep unless I immediately use the bathroom right before I lay down to go to bed. Um, it's like a, it's, it's just a thing in my mind because I know if I don't, then I'm going to have to wake up to go to the bathroom and I won't be able to fall asleep unless I do it. Um, so if you have that problem, you know, start taking note of when you're drinking your water and things. So be careful of that. And for those of you caffeine drinkers out there, don't be taking caffeine in past four o'clock. You know, it's been shown that caffeine can, you know, effects of that stuff can last up to like five to six hours in some people, depending how your body metabolizes it. So be very cognizant of, of when you're taking in your caffeine. Um, so that's a very simple one, uh, very easy kind of common sense, but you know, it took me 23 years to figure it out. So, you know, there might be somewhere, someone else out there, but, um, so that was pretty easy. Uh, next, another one, I'm just kind of going off the top of my head, guys. I've been doing this stuff for, for years now. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of running through my head, everything I do at night and I'm just, um, spitting this stuff out for you, um. This one, this next one is fairly new as well. This is one of the newer ones I've implemented. Probably the newest one I've implemented. 
Um, and it's also the weirdest one. Um, and <laughs> uh, Sarah makes fun of me for this. And everybody that I've mentioned this to has looked at me like I was psychotic. Um, but I promise it's a real thing. I'm not making this stuff up. Um, and that is taping your mouth shut before you go to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds really weird, um, you know, and I definitely wouldn't do it if you were planning to get maybe a little romantic with your spouse or something before bed um, because it's uh, definitely an odd thing and could definitely kill the mood, but um before bed, so like I said, I read, and then you know when my eyes are starting to freaking, I can't keep my eyes open, and they're they're dozing off on me. Close my book, reach over the nightstand, put the book down, and right there in the nightstand, I got a roll of you know just white medical tape, and I you know rip off probably I don't know five or six inch strip of medical tape, and I tape my mouth shut. And then lights out, time to go to bed. Now, what that does, um, if you ever wake up with a dry mouth or you're snoring or anything like that, you are mouth breathing during the night. And not to get too scientific on you guys, um, Mouth breathing stimulates your sympathetic nervous system, um, which is like your fight or flight side of your nervous system. Um, so essentially, it's, it's the excited part of your nervous system. Um, you know, deep nasal breathing stimulates the opposite one, your, your, your rest and digest part of your nervous system, the relax the relaxed part of your nervous system, deep nasal breathing. That's why, you know, you hear you know, people that are hyperventilating or, you know, in yoga, you know, it's the deep in through your nose, out through your mouth, or even in through your nose, out through your nose. It's the deep nasal breathing. It's, it's very calming. Um, so it promotes more restful sleep, it promotes a more restful state in your body. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have looked at me really like cross-eyed when I've mentioned this one to them. Um, and even my brother included in that. Uh, I didn't even say it to him. Sarah was making fun of me and my brother hurt, overheard her. And he looked at me. He's like, what the hell? Like, and I told him. I was like, yeah, dude. And I, you know, told him the same thing I just, I just told you guys. And, um, you know, he came over a couple. He was over at my house a couple nights uh, later. And, um I was telling him about it again, and I, I gave him a roll of medical tapes. I had an extra. You know, I bought like a pack of five. And I gave him one. I was like, here, try it, dude. And um, he tried it a couple nights later, and he said, like I asked him. I texted him the next day. I said, how'd it go? And he said, I slept deep as, you know, deep AF. And uh, He's like, I felt like I slept for 13 hours, you know, and he, he only slept for like six or seven. He's like, it felt like I slept for 13 hours. So I'm not making this stuff up. That's, that's uh, uh, an endorsement from a skeptic there. So 
give it a shot. Um, it, it works. Um, I've noticed it. You know, you wake up. It's easier to wake up. You wake up more restful um, because your your sleep is is of higher quality. So um, that's another tip that I got for you guys. Um, lastly, guy, uh, you know, last one I got for you. Um, kind of like I said, just running these off the top of my head, and we're getting up there. We're almost at a half an hour now. Um, this last one, just to kind of tie it all together. Um, if you're having trouble sleeping, exercise, man. Exercise is super important, but even more importantly, more specifically as it pertains to sleep, if you can get some form of exercise in within the first 20 minutes of you waking up, that has been shown to help you sleep a lot better as well. Um, you know, if you wake up, you go to work and you have your day and then you, you end up going to the gym in the evening and then going home and going to bed, you know, if you work out too late, if you're exercising too late in the day, too close to bed, it can actually hinder your sleep um, because training itself is a very um, exciting stimulus for your body. It, you know, it excites your nervous system. It excites your body. Um, that, that, that sympathetic nervous system that I was talking about, that fight or flight nervous system, um, it stimulates that. So if you if you're jacking that up too close to bed, it can disrupt your sleep. Um, so, but it's actually been shown if you can get some form of exercise, even if it's just you know a, a brisk walk or maybe you know ten minutes of you know you could do minute intervals of just like body weight exercises, doing some body weight squats, some push ups, some burpees, some sit ups, planks, you know, just like a ten minute. 10, 15 minute thing in the morning within those first 10 to 15 minutes of waking up, that has been shown to drastically improve uh, people's ability to sleep at night and, um, you know, especially fall asleep and stay asleep. But um, exercise, just period. Um, you know, your body's meant to move and uh, it's, it's super beneficial for sleeping. I know myself, if I go too long without training, you know, my body just, I, I'm a prisoner of my body. You know, and I lay down to go to bed and I can't sit still. Like I can't get comfortable, you know, because I haven't, I have this energy in me that needs to be expelled. And if I can't do that, if I don't do that, then I, I can't sleep. You know, I can't, I can't sleep as well. So that's it guys. That's what I got for you. Half an hour, not bad. I hope those help you guys. Um, give them a shot, man. Like I said, super imperative. Um, super imperative for everything else in your life, performance in the gym, performance at your job, your relationships, everything. It'll help everything. Sleep is fundamental. So if you like this show, like it, share it, subscribe, you know, send this to some, you know, everybody knows somebody that has trouble sleeping, send it out there to them, help them out. And, you know, Leave us a review. Leave us a review on iTunes. That's what I was forgetting. I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, and until next week, GP, send us out. Boom. Second by second, you lose the opportunity to become the person you want to be. Or are you going to stop making excuses and take charge of your fucking life?